No, no. Oh, Pyatt. Oof. Is Pyatt 27? Might just have to be him, bro. Hold on. You search, if you don't, search Pyatt if you can. I'll see if there's any other. <laughs> bro, I just saw a WhatsApp with someone saying Unite Anal. Huh? Like Unite Emery. They called him Unite Anal for some reason. Pyatt, West Ham. Might be saying that when he wins the league. Oy. Actually, the real—they'll be saying up the ass. <laughs> I need a whole another conversation. I know you like a bit of. Uh, I don't. Uh, here we go, uh, Dimitri Payet. Bit of chocolate. I, what? Bum sex. Yeah. No, I don't like anal. Really? Yeah, really. Oh. I don't. I don't even like it on in pornos. Really? Yeah. Ty, cover your ears, man. I kind of like seeing a chick get destroyed in a porno. Nah. Like just screaming with the back shots. Just nah. Yeah. Anal doesn't do it for me. I've I've done it like to a girl once, and when she was coked up, mm. and then it's just a bit like mm, I wasn't really feeling it. Um. And even in porn, I just think it's a bit. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I just don't like it. I like the funky stuff in porn, like when they do ATM. Ass to mouth, ass to mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Nah, that's good. Because it's just filth. It's just like, oh, Do you know what we need? Really? Do you know what I've realised? We need a button that goes, grease, 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 grease. <laughs> grease, 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 grease. Grease. Yeah, I'm not feeling ATM and I'm not feeling anal or... But DP I can do, like, if she's, like, if she's getting beat by the guy and there's another guy and she's just, like, throwing it back while she's getting DP, I think, rah, mm. that is showtime. But ain't on its own is a bit, and then, like, the big gaping bum hole is a bit much. Oh, you know when you <laughs> see... We started this episode oh, off on an absolute crud. What horrible, are we talking though. about? Like, you know when you, that, like, the arsehole looking like a flipping bracelet? <laughs> It's, it's like, no, you know what I was looking like. You know, you know what I was looking like. You know, in one of the. <laughs> you know, in, Boy, she's in there. You know, you know in Star Fisting. Wars. You know, oh, you know, in Star Wars, yeah, where Luke Skywalker has to walk the plank into the into the sand dunes, yeah. and Jabba the Hutt is making him like go into the sand dunes, and the sand dunes opens up to that big mouth thing. Oh yeah, with all the teeth and oh, that's grimy. That's um, grimy. There was a film where a woman's uh, vagina was had teeth on it. Like a like a like a film like a crappy film and guys would get uh, their bits chopped off. I think you mentioned that before. Yeah, what a weird way to start the episode. This Very is, weird. This is episode twenty-seven. Dimitri Payet. Yeah. What did the West Ham fans used to sing? We got Payet. Dimitri Payet. I just don't think you understand. <sighs> something, something, French. Doesn't want to play for you anymore. I don't know, but yeah, well, um, what was the original? He was a quality player, he uh, was. Shame he, didn't go, what, shame he didn't go to the World Cup. To be fair, France has got so much quality in their squad, they don't even need him, they won't miss him. Well, yeah, that's a good shout. We could have him, and they've got newer young players. They've got players like, uh, this is why I wanted to see France in the World Cup, yeah, because they've got these new generation guys like Mbappe. Guys like, um, who's the one at Barcelona? Dembele. Uh, Com- Conan, it's Coleman. Conan. Yeah, I think yeah. he's at uh, Bayern Munich or in Germany. Yeah, Dembele somewhere. bangs. And then it's like, they're so young and talented. 
I just wanted to see, are um, they ready for the world stage? Can um, they go to the World Cup? Man, like um, you know? Can they go to the World yeah, Cup come on. and dominate? Yeah, because, because they're dominating. Because the World Cup's usually an old man's game, isn't it? Like mm. international football. It's usually like for the experienced, wily players that have done it all at, I at think you club need, level. Yeah, I think you need a mix. Your squad needs to be a mix of, of veterans, which they've got. Oh, that's the French team there giving you a WhatsApp. It's a mix of young <laughs> young players. <laughs> Dembele. <laughs> yeah, shout out for the big up. Bro. Yeah, yeah, we listen to the podcast. <laughs> We're listening in training now as we... Uh, um, it's Mbappe, yeah. yeah Thanks. I'm gonna score one for you, Cal. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been, I've been uh, impressed with the World Cup so far. I've not been too impressed with France, but I've been really impressed with Croatia, Mexico. have been doing well, and I was really impressed with Belgium. So yeah, man, what's your take on the World Cup so far, Cal? You've been enjoying the World Cup? Obviously, man. I mean, when I can watch it, I've been watching it and I've been loving it. And I thought I was surprised at how the big teams have flopped so far, bruv. You know, everyone was thinking Germany are going to do really well. Brazil are going to do really well. Argentina. And they've struggled in their first opening games. Yeah. So. Um, well, it's a good sign, man. It's a good sign. And the year of the underdog continues. Mm. Leicester set the trend. And then all these countries are proving that they're there. Iran. On merit, man. These it, teams ain't joking I, around. I, 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 Iran actually won a World Cup match. I don't think I've ever seen that in my life. No, they haven't. Mad. But they're not good enough. They're, they're, they're there to make up the numbers but at the same time they're giving it a good go because now these teams are defend better defensively and they're playing with a tactic of hit on the break mm. and they're fouling and falling over and cheating a little bit to to get whatever they can do to get by listen it's what you got to do to are you literally talking about ronaldo what do you mean everyone's talking about ronaldo when it comes to diving and stuff nah more nah man them players get clattered mm. neymar gets clattered but listen, if you can buy a free kick, you're gonna buy your team a free kick. I lie. True. If you're gonna look, look at Deli Ali and Sterling, biggest divers, biggest divers. They're professional players. Biggest divers. An advantage for their team. Oh, so when it's when it's a when it's an English when it's one of our own, it's like it's acceptable. But no, when it's, like, when it's one mean, of them fucking foreigners, what are you doing, mate? <laughs> I I, I kind of understand it because they're professionals. Like if someone was doing that and a little kick about a little five aside or something, you'd be like, what the hell? Are you like you're diving, get up your waist, man. But when I see there's millions of pounds at stake and win by any means, they're trying to win an advantage for their team, I see why they do it. No, I understand fully. It's you win by any means, and I mm. don't mind it. It's all part of the game. If you can trick the ref and trick the linesman, not that you want to see it though. No, like, you want to see people <clears throat> play an honest game of football. You but do, you do. At but the end it's of the day, the part of the game. Their wages. Yeah, so now it's part of the game. You know. The same way some some fans want to see that big tackle, that crunching tackle, that mm. pulling the player back, absolutely marking the best player out of the game by then he has to find another way around it and his coach and his teammates have to find mm. another way of re- dealing with uh, this tactic of of being overly aggressive so boom look if it in- wins England the World Cup or gets us to a decent way- certain stage where we're diving and stuff then boy <laughs> dive away mate be like fucking do belly flops in the, in the penalty area and just pff, win a penalty what come you, on England what are your hopes for England in this World Cup that they don't embarrass us that's all I ask that they show they show more bottle and fight that they have done since Euro '96. Have they done? It's that? It's the last so time far. I can say I've been proud of watching the England team. I remember under Sven Goran Eriksson in 2002. I want to say where we played half decent, but have they done it well? By the we've only seen up to recording one game against Tunisia. The game against Panama is tomorrow, listeners. So obviously, by the time you hear this, you'll have this all sorted. 
But um, yeah, they've been they've been moving, cutting and pasting. They look really promising, and they've got enough pace, and they just need to play with without fear. So I'm saying I'd be happy with a quarters, quarter final, and going out in a respectable way. Fair. Um, but showing bottle, like showing. When when was it? Two thousand and two. When I'll be wearing Sven my England Eriksen. shirt, kissing the badge. Was it two thousand and two when Sven Goran Eriksson was the manager, and I think we got to the quarter final then. And Brazil dumped us out with the Ronaldo, the free kick that chipped. Was it David Seaman? Yeah, he lobbed him, and then the Ronaldo ran the half the length of the pitch, step over, sent Ashley Cole to the shops, laid it off to Ronaldo. <laughs> You see now, and that all stemmed from someone pulling out of a tackle or the throw on, in their own half, and they broke. Someone bottled it, and then the greatest player ever, I hope it arguably the great. No, it wasn't. It was a. Uh, it was either Skulls or Beckham just bottled it in mm. a in a throw on, and then Ronaldinho just phew, gone again, and then that's it. But listen, England, we know we're not. We're not elite. We're not up there with the top four or five countries in the world. We're the next. We're not even in the top ten right now. Yeah, exactly. We're the next thing down. But I'm. I've been really. Enjoying the World Cup. I've been enjoying how it's all been put on. Thankfully, there's not been any violence with the fans, as we've seen. I'm I'm liking the fact that this Russian army and military are not having any of it. Uh, I'm enjoying looking at the fans and celebrating with them. Oh, yes. Uh, Some of those fans have been looking very righteous indeed. Yeah, big up the cameraman and woman for the BBC and ITV that seem to pick up the... Uh, the more attractive fans, shall we say. Mm. But then also, big up the fans who were wearing all the paint. Big up the Nigeria fans. There was a couple of fans who were wearing like full body paint and wings and celebrating. Mm. Big up the... They got a really fly kit, that Peruvians. Nigeria. Big up yeah. the South Americans. Big up everyone. So I'm enjoying the World Cup, man. And, and shout out to what who is being billed as the most attractive Russian football fan. Um, Vladimir Putin. It, it turns out when, when they did a bit of digging <laughs> into her background, she's actually a porn star. Digging into her background. Greece! <laughs> <laughs> We've gone full circle with the pool, man. We need to stop talking about that. <laughs> Let's talk about something else. Um, oh, no, but I've been enjoying the World Cup and everyone's been enjoying the World Cup and I just can't wait. Um, yeah, man. Nice trainers, by the way. Thank you, thank you. So I just bought listeners uh, Air Max all-white 97s. Uh, they're a bit bait because everyone had them, but I had to get them on a... From oh. StockX, I think I told you about this website. Why do you think they're bait, man? They are bait, isn't it? They're bait. Ninety sevens are fresh. No, the fact that everyone had a pair and they sold out. That don't matter. They, they sold out so quick. So I had to get them online for this website, mm. StockX. If you want to get all your exclusive trainers or trainers that are dead stock, go to StockX, and you've got to spend a little bit over the odds. And there's a there's a bit extra shipping, but you got the money. I was, I've been going a bit bit mad recently on trainers. I bought them in all white, all black, and I bought them Reebok Classics that I showed you the other night. You know, mm. treat myself, don't it's, treat It's yourself. good to have rotation. Like, it's nice to buy a couple of pairs of shoes at one time. Oh, yeah, you got to rotate. they end up lasting longer. When it's you like your squad them. rotation. I've got to rotate Sterling, yeah. Lingard, yeah. Rashford, yeah. Ali. I've got to rotate my Air Max white 97s, my black 97s. Mm. I might drop a slider. I might wear a shoe, a hard shoe. I might drop a flip-flop. Go with a Reebok Classic. Go with a Reebok Classic. I might get something out of the out of the out of the shoebox. Might might dust off the old, you know, pair of Pumas I've got or Harachis. Pair of boat shoes or something. Hey, I do I, I do like a boat shoe mm. with no socks. You can't wear a sock with a boat shoe. Yeah. Or the moccasins. Oh yeah, with chinos and a polo. Grown man business. Talking about grown man business, are you feeling my beard? 
Like not, I uh, not don't touch my beard, pause. But are you feeling like? Because you've got a you've got a, a beard, bit of a beard, yeah. But I, I did notice you started growing yours out. Is this a thing now? Are you gonna keep growing it and? Yeah, I might cut it. I, I said I'll even cut it. Cut it when England, you got to cut it. Your beard's too long. You, you got, got to, to cut, cut it. it. I might cut it. 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 <laughs> I might cut it when England get knocked out of the World Cup, or mm. I might just grow it up until. School finishes so end of July, and then might just have a big beard. Don't think that you're bad boy because you got a beard. Bullets will make your face look weird. Yeah, very... don't for the match make you disappear. You know, it will do that. Who says that? Do you know what MC says that? No idea. But the but but it's definitely a grime MC. But the but but that's got to be D doubles. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, it's a famous lyric. So every time I look at myself in the mirror, I go, "Don't think that you're bad boy because you got a beard. Bullets will make your face look weird." Very weird. <laughs> yeah. Make your face get tucked in. Anyway, so I'm growing the beard, but yeah, yeah I hope, hope you appreciate it. Um, yeah, man. How you been anyway? I've not really seen you. We saw each other last night. Mm. We had a nice meal. Yeah, man. Big up your brother. Pause on saw each other last night. Uh, we went for dinner <laughs> with uh, my brother and with Ryan as well. Big up Ryan to, uh, and his uh, podcast. Ryan, ice cream, man. Yeah, his podcast... Um, I forgot the bloody name of ear, his podcast, bro. Ear on the road, ear on the ears to the road, ears to the road, like ears to the street, ears, but ears to the road because you know how we did it. Did you call him the ice cream the man? Side. Ice cream man. So that was his DJ name. What well, is he still DJ? Do you remember Master P did um, a record called Mr. Ice Cream Man? No, you weren't really big on like down south, no limit. And... No, don't get me wrong, like that whole no limit era, make them say, uh, I was For, feeling no, but before it. How could that, you not be feeling it? Bef- no, I'm, I agree. But before yeah. the make them say, uh, when he had, um, um, Mr. Ice Cream, when he was like a solo artist only and he was in the back of the Source magazine. So any listeners that used to buy the Source magazine and used to turn to the back pages and you had this full spread of this, of Master P and Free Six Mafia and Hypnotize Records and, and he had that record and he had, um, I wonder if Heaven had a, I've, Heaven for a gangster, that, yeah. Because Puck had, I wonder if Heaven's Heaven got a girl, a girl. Yeah. but he had, I wonder is Heaven uh, is, is there Heaven for a gangster, gangster, and the beats. I can man. remember that, yeah. Yeah, mm, it was on the Rhyme and Reason soundtrack. Okay. Oh wow, we're getting really like hip hoppy. Yeah. Talking if, about magazines, though. Uh, talking about the Source magazine, Double XL has got their Double XL 2018 mm. freshman list, fresh off the press. I was happy to see. Uh, the youngster J.I.D. in there. I'm really feeling him. He's assigned to J. Cole's Dreamville Records. Um, he put out a strong album last year and then uh, an album with his crew, Earth Gang. Well, more like an EP, but that was very solid as well. So it was dope to see uh, J.I.D. getting in there. And also, she's one of our own. She's one of our own. Steph London. Steph, we love you. Steph, Stephanie. <laughs> And we was just watching our music video. Oh my mm. god, the new video is Oof. looking like an absolute madness. Well, when she filmed that in Jamaica or something? Well, she didn't. She didn't film it in flipping Hackney. That's oh, for sure. That definitely wasn't in Peckham. Um, but yeah, I she ain't seen no looking... beaches like that in mm. East London. Um, wow. Yeah, just talking about the record. Well, first of all, well done to Steph London for getting the double uh, XL freshman cover. We're gonna talk about it in a minute. But the the video itself is looking very clean and glossy and high quality mm. and she's looking stunning amazing and it's looking great the record i can see the direction she's going uh personally i didn't mind the record it's cool okay 
I liked one or two little bits of the record, but it didn't like, you know, it was, it was cool. It was cool. I quite liked it, man. I was doing like a little two step on that. I liked the little bit, the girl, you know, you're bad. You know, mm. and you take bad chat and a uh, pussy clean. Pussy, she starts getting greasy. Mm. I was thinking, mm. Mm. talk that grease. I, I liked the whole tune. I thought it could wait. It was like, it's that pop kind of like pop. Afro. Afro beat Afro mashed Bashman. with Bashman mashed with like UK kind of flavour style yeah. it's just like it's that kind of stuff stuff that everyone's doing now no, it's it cool. could have been a J-Hoss record it could have been a Stefan Don no, record so... yeah know what I mean so is that, is that a good thing or a bad thing because it doesn't doesn't link her to London per se like you could watch that and think oh she's she could be American, she could be Jamaican, she could be from English, she could be from Germany. Well, she has got Dutch roots. I think, think it's like, I know with rap music, is rap is very regional. But that's so not a rap record. to have that distinction. But that's not a rap record. Right. And she's a rap and artist. And that was my point. Or is she a rap artist now? Because, well, she's a pop star now. But pop star and, yeah, but they're two different things. You make pop music, but yeah. you still be at heart a... So my, my point was, rap music is very regional. It's important to hear where someone's from. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that song is more like just she was singing music. She was pretty much singing. And, you know, it, it, does it really matter where she's from? No, it doesn't She could matter. be from Australia doing a Bashment track. There's a guy <clears> called <throat> Shatawale in Ghana. Jeez. He makes Bashment. Yeah? So he, he literally has No, there's has nothing like wrong a, with you make music from where you're from. That's fine. Sound, you know what I mean? But he's from the other side of mm. the world to, to where dancehall's from. Yeah. They've I, actually got a dancehall scene in Japan as well. Yeah, the dan- they've got a massive sound system uh like culture there, and they're mm. always clashing. And yeah, no, yeah. yeah, but the ja- they go in in the dances as well. Yeah, but they're Japanese, daggering it all sorts. Japanese well, <laughs> dagger, da- daggering a Japanese thing. You'd be like, you break her back because they're not really packing like that. So you give her one juke and she'd be like, ah! where they ain't really built like that. Yeah, they ain't built like that. They ain't got but, the big know. bodies like to give them the. Mm. Well, is, you know, you know, is juke the right word? Is, is juke the right verb? I don't know if that's the right... Give him a... Tr- nah, more like... You- Give him a stab. <laughs> Give him a thrust. A, f- a, a pound. Pounding. <laughs> this is not going out according to plan. Um, what did you... F- anyway, yeah, so Big Up Steph London and yeah. that video is... Uh, you know, it's a good record. It's yeah. a solid record. It's dope to see someone from the UK getting into the double XL yeah. fresh And also her, uh, list as her well. freestyle yeah. uh, was she, decent she as well. Hard. She went hard. But other people, little pumps on there... Uh, not really worried about him. Ski Master Slump God, not worried about him. JID, your guy you're talking about, I'll check him out. Uh, Smoke Perp, he's he's decent. He's probably the best of a bad bunch. Um, he put out that. Um, that's harsh. He put out that project with uh, Murder Beats. Smoke Perp. Oh yeah, that's is that a new? The new he, yeah, I know he dropped something new, yeah. recently. No, I like him, man. He's he's cool. Um, but yeah, but on a oh, while we're running through music, uh, a, we might as well talk about all the fresh music or yeah, you... we'll talk about yeah. So we'll talk about the good music. So okay, is that what your direction? I was going to give a quick mention to ASAP Rocky's new album is pretty decent. Yeah, the Skepta records hard. Mm, I praise few hard the Lord. Amazed. Yeah, some more. yeah. It was like that that throwback yeah, DMX kind of. Uh, flow I didn't like the record it. at first. I liked the back and forth on the hook bit, and I thought, yeah, this is like wave. Like I like this. And the beat was interesting, like a Zayoven. It sounded like a Atlanta type beat, but different. And at first I was like, mm. but then listen to it more. I'm like, yeah, it's growing on me more. And I like the video, the comparison of London and Harlem. So mm. making big moves, man. And that's a good record. Most definitely. I think what's dope about that is those two just seem like brethren. You know what I mean? Like they don't always have to make music together. They've been friends for a while. 
and um, it's not forced. It's, it's it don't seem forced. Yeah, it's like an international thing. Two people that are on the same wavelength that just linked up through their their Fa- line of love work. Love for fashion know? and music and yeah, man. Yeah, it's definitely a good look, man. It's definitely a good look. Um, so I was gonna kickstart it with talking about the West Side Gun project because I know. I am a big fan Supreme of... Supreme Yeah. Do you know if there's something in that? Because obviously Supreme Clientel was the famous classic Ghostface album, but he's put a B in there. Supreme Blyantel. I wonder what that is. About. I don't know what the play in words is. Mm. I thought the Supreme thing as well was was not only just to pay homage to Ghostface, but also Supreme the uh, clothing label like on some, on some fashion shit. Because they're on their fashion tip. Is that right? I, I, I've never seen like them man there wearing Supreme, but that oh yeah, they wear be... Supreme. They do wear Supreme bits, but okay. I think I thought it was a homage to both the Ghost Supreme yeah. clientele. Supreme mean me amazing. Su- Supreme um, uh, the Dream Supreme team like the drug team out of Queens. Mm. Supreme clothing the clientele. I don't know, maybe because he couldn't use clientele, but yeah, it's just a bootleg. Just put a B on it. <laughs> <laughs> a Wolverhampton market. Blindtail sounds like clientele. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I li- I've been I've been listening to the album today. I went for a run. Mm. Um, yeah, I went for like a big run today. I think I sent you the picture. I went for the run in the gym session, and I managed to listen to some music. So yeah, I managed to digest the album. The production is as you would expect, listeners. It is smooth, soulful, crazy. It is crazy. Would mm. you say crazy? Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. It's it's like gutter, but at the same time, it's got this high end quality to it. Um, for those that love their nineties. Rap, they'd appreciate this because it's 2018 version to that. And then there's some, there's one or two records where it's like Ghostface, mm. where he's rapping over the sample, or he's rapping over the spoken the the song. He's not just chopped it. You know where Ghostface used to do that? He used to rap just over the whole record, yeah, like a Marvin Gaye record, and yeah, just, yeah. So he's, um, Westside Guns rapping over the record and the samples playing. And it's almost, almost like he's talking over it and it, it merges really well. But I was really impressed with uh, Benny the Butcher. You know, he's my guy. I've been mm. fucking with him a lot. Collabs with uh, Conway's on there. Jada Kiss does a nice verse. Um, and also, bust the rhymes up in the place. Yes, indeed. And your guy, Rock Marciano. Rock Marciano. Yeah, and Elza is on there as well. Dope. So... And uh, AA Rashid. Really dope features. That's kind of like Anderson A-list Pat. underground Anderson features. Pat. Yeah, WrestleMania. Yeah, so A-list lyricists. Oh, man. it's a- Elzai and Rock Marciano on the same And project. Jada and Buster and, and Conway Jada. and... Hey, yo. That's the company he's keeping. I remember because he signed to Eminem's label now, hasn't he? Uh, yeah, they got some sort of deal with Shady, mm. yeah. So I don't know I don't know the ins and outs, but it is a really good project, listeners. I know if you listen to us, then you probably would have checked it out already. If you haven't, check it out, Westside Gun. And he's also put all of his back catalogue up on Apple Music uh, and it'll be on Spotify. So just, I just check that out if you want to uh, do your history. Cause, I noticed that Hitler Wears Hermes is on there. Yeah, now. Hitler Wears Hermes. Um, yeah. As well, first, yeah, there's loads of stuff, man. It's just, it's just, it's just sick. So that 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 put me in a good mood. Um, so you were just talking about um, how it, you know what I was kind of going to do a segue and I kind of just flopped it. Yeah, fuck it. Let's just keep talking music. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's talk about music. Let's talk about good music at that. Ah, ah, nice. me. Yeah, saved yeah, yeah. it. That was a save. So, what's your thoughts on the Nas album? So, because Kanye West, the Cuddy album right? came out, the Kanye album came out, the Pusher album came out first. Right, we're we doing this in the wrong order, aren't we? Yeah, I think the order's a bit messed up. Right, start again. Rewind. So, Kanye West has decided to put out four albums 
all with five albums, all with seven tracks on them. Um, and he's put them out in quick succession. Boom, 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 boom. All in the month of June. Now, I think the first one to drop was his own album. No, Pusha T with Daytona. Pusha T's Daytona. Which, Daytona. which we haven't talked about that because... That... Let's, let's just go through the order real quick. Okay, sorry, so we've got on. Pusha T's Daytona. Yep. Then we've got Kanye's Ye album. Yep. Then we've got uh, Push, um, Kanye and Kid Cudi. Kid C. Um, Kid C. Kid C. Ghost. Then we I got... saw a hilarious meme with that, with some kids looking up in the sky and it was Styles P, the ghost. <laughs> that is Kids funny. see the ghost. <laughs> um, so um, after that, we've got Nas. Um, I can't remember the name of Nas. Nasir. Nasir, of course, his first name, his government name, Nasir Jones. Uh, and then, so then, then, and then the new that, Tiana, supposed to have Tiana, Tiana Taylor, talking, which right? I'm trying to find now. I saw the videos last night of a listening party. Yeah. So what Kanye's been doing just to carry on from Cow is. After he's dropping in every album, he's having a listening party in random places with fire and calling people around. Mm. And the Tiana Taylor listening party last night, the audio sounded ridiculous. Yeah? Oh, man. There's See, I one... don't know anything about this Tiana. Is she like a, a smooth R&B kind of singer or is she a bit rugged, like more like a... Uh... Do you know what? She's she's very... like when Her music is very smooth and slow jams and heartfelt and there's a lot of pain and passion and she's an amazing singer and artist but when she talks like she gets it cracking like you know she can be she can do both she can be ladylike and then she can also be have that hard-edged approach so when she talks you mean i think she's from new york no not ratchet but she's from i think she's from new york she's hard yeah she's hard and she's paying like young ma kind of hard no not that hard (laughs) 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 no (laughs) she's like She's she's from New York, so she's got the element of the street thing with her. She's ladylike, but she, you know Alicia Keys, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But maybe yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. Um, That's but cool. maybe not as wholesome. Maybe she is. I don't know. I'm generalizing, but Alicia Keys is in a whole different tax bracket and writing and producing. Uh, I just meant like as a person. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. Singer, um, songwriter, personality. So her yeah. uh, her her seven track. I keep wanting to say EP, but it's not really an EP. This whole Kanye thing is like, I'm liking it personally. I'm I'm feeling the way he's taking the direction of what he wants to put out because the new generation now, it's like new record, new record, new record. All right, what's next? What's next? What's next? All right, I'm bored, I'm bored. Keep it moving, keep it moving. I want it now, I want it now. Uh, I don't want to digest the whole project. I don't want to take time with it. I want it now, 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 now. Give me, give me, give me, give me. So the seven tracks are short. So by the time you get to the end of six... This record seven, you're like, okay, I can I can move on to the next project or I can start again. So us old timers, we're a bit disappointed because people are saying, oh, it's over before it's finished and, um, you know, before it began, I want to get back into it. So mm. you know, I, I'm feeling it. It's it's the new way, the new way he's putting away to consume music, like short little projects. I've got two thoughts about it. The first one is from um, a consumer standpoint, which is that it's really reloadable like with the Nas project like I love Nas and you know he's got bars he's got content he's one of the few people me as a lyricist myself that continue to inspire me and make me think man I need to write a new song or something when a, when a new Nas project drops so I've got a renewed energy from listening to that um, but when I got to the end of the project 
it just went right back again to the start. It was really short. It's like about half an hour. If That's that. a good thing. And and yeah, and it's very reloadable. So I, I found that quite an interesting listen. It's just like listening to an EP really, isn't it? Um, from a creator standpoint, I'm thinking, man, it would be great to just put out an album with seven tracks on it because it's less work. Like, well, like, I and you've got to make thing. like 10 tracks and then cut, cut a couple ones off that maybe don't quite fit. It's the quick turnaround. It's the quick turnaround. Less work. But then also... I've heard criticism about the Nas album that it seems not rushed, but some of the lyrics don't don't marriage up to the the beats properly. It doesn't seem like it fits quite as you'd expect or you would have hoped from a Nas and Kanye West project. It's a dream project. Like ten years ago, we wanted something like this. Yeah, it is, and it maybe it didn't hit people's expectations. Yeah, but then people are expecting them like the you could argue the greatest lyricist, the greatest rapper you know, against the greatest producer, one of the greatest people of the modern mm. day music and everything, love him or hate him, you know, say what you say, you've got to give your props to Kanye for what he does. Um, you know who I always wanted to see Nas work with? DJ Premier. Yeah, he's worked with Premier loads though. No, an album though. Primo times Nas. Like when Primo teamed up with Royce, I was like, okay, I can see how that works. But oh, I just wanted Nas, man. Yeah, I would have liked I that for Jay. Yeah, but you could make a mixtape or a mix of just. I'm sure there's mixes out there of just Primo because of Primo and Nas. Because on every Nas record, there's at least two Primo records. I want to say no on this new album. <laughs> it's not an album, is it? It's like a seven track. <laughs> they cut the two Primo dress. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye was like, "That's right, we've got DJ Premier, but no, we're not going to put you on there." <laughs> We you got, have your mini premiere. We got this, Nas. We got this. Um, <laughs> yeah, but them, them, arguably, them two premiere records would have been better than all of oh, your. <laughs> maybe Nas is like maybe. Nas is like you know Nas, 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 Nas. You know what's like, funny though? Like before the album dropped, I was thinking, man, premiere suits Nas better than Kanye suits Nas. I think so. I'll, that's a fizz act. So. Because pretty much every drink that Nas does with Primo is a classic. Like slaps. Come on, I gave you power. But then, New state of mind. Oh, anyway, I don't want to go on. because. But but then before Nas did an album with Kanye, every tune he did with Ye was dope as well. But I liked talking about the producer. Like the one Link with up. the Sade sample. Oh, yeah. man, I was... Like I loved B, like Common and the Kanye album that was just all Kanye, mm. and the, and I was a fan of Common as well, a big fan of Common. So I I liked how that merged up. Um, I wasn't blown away by the Nas album, this Nas project. Um, I did like Cop Shot, Bonjour. I liked the flow, and I really liked everything with the Dream. We're talking about. See, I like the I like the the lyrics from Nas and the storytelling and the message you were saying more so than the actual record or the way it was produced, if that makes sense. Like, I was actually listening to what Nas was saying and he was saying something like... That's what you love about Nas, because he's got that love, yeah. content, man. Yeah. And and you just put it on and you just listen. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think where we're so, we've been so lucky to have him, listening to him over the years, mm. then some you take, almost take it for granted, what he's saying, and you'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, Nas, like, yeah, pharaohs and... Uh, like this and that and 40 acres you know yeah. it's like yeah I, I get it great but then when it went away and then he's now he's with Kanye it sort of opened up a whole other part of my ear and my brain to be like alright let me just take this in again as a, as a as an older person I, I think they've moved into a and he was new saying a lot of stuff because they have to like I think they've taken a status now which is above the rest of the game so they have to act accordingly like they can't just 
do some round the way hip hop shit. Excuse me, they can't do some round the way hip hop shit that anyone with a fucking SoundCloud can do because nobody wants to hear that from them. Oh yeah, but that SoundCloud music is like I don't say SoundCloud music, like SoundCloud rappers. There's nothing wrong with that because a lot of rappers come for that. But that whole tied with that brush of like your um, little pump or ski mask or uh, rich the kid. It's mm. it's it's one single at a time. It's one record, big record for the club or for the radio, and then it's next one, next one, next one. But they're not really saying anything of content. No, you can't and, learn and you know what? There's it's no jewels in there. It's a totally different vibe, isn't it? Like that's the kind of stuff you can put in your car and you can nod your head yeah, yeah. when you're on the way going but out. Somewhere. It's a different wave. Uh, it's but a different with this wave. stuff, for me, this is this is old school stuff, man. This is like you got a session. This you got to put this on, clear your schedule. Do people actually you gotta turn sit off, down? You got to clear off. their schedule. <laughs> no, and only listen to music. Anymore? I think they did for this. I think they, they have I think, to. That's I think, what I did. I think people did for the. I think people did for the Kanye. And Nas album, yeah. Yeah. Um, you were saying joking last night that he turned off the light and burnt a candle and just had to take it all in and you know? burn some incense and you know, it, it was that vibe, man. You just turn off the lights, just put the music on, get your drink, get your smoke, whatever you do, just let it play and yeah. just enjoy it, man. Um it's I still amazing. Think... I, I really love the track uh with the the slick rick sample shut the cup 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 i was singing that all day in tesco's today i was pushing the trolley around shut the cup 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 if police like who do you call when the police yeah 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 who do you call for a uh when 911 is doing the crime yeah it's like yo that's that's exactly how how it feels man I thought the Puff record was a bit, like, them ad-libs were, like, a bit forced. <laughs> it weren't really necessary. You know what they did there? They were trying to do another... Um... Hate Me Now. Yeah, exactly. But, no, nah, nothing can... Nothing can... It was powerful. Re- reach... No, nah, it weren't. It was a bit... It was powerful. No, nah, it weren't. But it, you know what it was? In it was... my opinion, it weren't. It was a bit... They tried to channel Hate Me Now. They tried to go back into that chamber, and it didn't quite work as maybe as powerful as Hate Me Now was, but it still was. It still had mm. some weight to it, I think. Yeah. It was a powerful hook as well with that. Who was that? Do you know who that was on the hook? Was that maybe Tiara? Uh, maybe? The, uh, the, the people that sang on it, I know Dream sang on it. Dream sang a on a few things. There was a female vocal on there. Uh, I think they scared of us. See, that's the problem with like streaming music now. You can't see the credits of who mm. sang, who I was hoping what. that would be Tiana because that would be a nice introduction T- and then her album drops next. Possibly, possibly. I want to listen to her stuff. Um, I'm sure that looking at the credits for for this album would be dope. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, you know, you would get open up your CD and you'd have you'd have all of the credits and all the information right there in front of you. It would be like recorded at such and such studio. Well, why don't they you could do... see who mixed it down? You what... could see everything. Why don't they do digital booklets? So you, instead of um, getting the booklet in physical form, why don't they just attach a file of a digital booklet with you photos, can, you can get words? That. You can get that. It just all depends on how you consume it. Like, but you most need to of the time buy now, to get I'm that. just streaming stuff, yeah. like, just streaming it. And then all you get is the song and, and with the artwork embedded in the song. Not that's it. a lot, mate. What we're going to do now is we are going to go ahead and go into an interview with a interesting character. He's a gospel rapper. So let's go ahead and get into Seven. this interview with J.S. Welcome to another Beer Rap and Banter interview with your boys, Cal Sirius. Your boy, English. And today we are with none other than... J to the S. Yes. Make some noise. Way. 
Mr. JS himself. How you doing today, brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? You know what? I'm feeling very nice, man. Got some nice refreshing water today. We're mm. not doing the beer and the alcohol. <laughs> keeping it healthy, yeah? Keeping it righteous. Yes. Keeping it fresh and a fresh fruit. It's a hot day. To, well, not too, too hot, but... It's nice and warm. It's, it's all right. For England, for London, it's, it's not bad. We're going live with you and we're going camera. So big up all the viewers, listeners, uh, subscribers. Don't forget, at beer, at bants. Um... We got all the people that have been listening to the past few interviews and the podcast episodes. Um, just let us know your socials first and foremost. Get that all out of the way and let us know how everyone can support you and follow you. Yeah, social media for me is JS Online. That's J A Y E S S. That's on all social media platforms Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All that good stuff. Mm. Do you use Snapchat, bro? Not really, but I'm on Snapchat. JS Online. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook? I can't keep up with it. Yeah, Facebook also, My- JS Online. MySpace? Do you remember MySpace? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I swear we were friends on MySpace. Yeah, no, yeah, we had yeah, a MySpace. Yeah, Definitely on friends on MySpace. <laughs> old school, old school. Uh, yeah, man, which takes us first to sort of... We, we, we've all known each other for a long time mm. from back in the day. Um, just let the listeners and the viewers now know just your journey of where you got started. Obviously, you're from London, yeah, East London. Um, just let us know, yeah, your journey through music. Okay, cool. Well, I started a rap group back in 2000 when I was in college called Artillery Squad. And um, we signed to Flatline Entertainment in 2001, which was uh, run by my cousin, um, Aggravation. I didn't know you and Aggro were cousins. Yeah, yeah, we're cousins. Okay, shout out to Aggro still. Flatline uh, was, was definitely that's the, that's the, the Yeah, that, that was the foundation. And um, from that, then um, we you know, were doing the music for a few years, got into a few competitions. We was in uh, Mobile Unsigned mm. in 2003. We won it in Wales. Um, however, Universal didn't have enough money for a group, so they say. And so uh, all the groups got dropped out of the competition and only um, solo acts were um, included in the com- competition. So after 2003, we had a mixtape called Horrible Scary. We released that um, for free and went around just distributing it mm. different um, places and stuff. And then... Um, we did an album which was not released officially. It was about to be released, but then I left the the label uh, because I became a Christian in two thousand and five, and then I started my journey from there. Okay, so okay. you say you became a Christian in two thousand and five. Yeah. So I guess what we can take from that is before two thousand and five, when you was doing your music, yeah, you were just kind of rapping like being um, you know, I mean, you're from the east of London. Yeah. You know, around that time there was a lot of prominent grime artists doing their thing, Crazy Titch, mm. Dizzy Rascal, yeah. um, and obviously people doing hip-hop music and stuff that may not be as well-known. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could say maybe your content was more similar to what they were coming with. Yeah. But how did you end up becoming a Christian? Because that's obviously going to completely change your whole style. Did you go to church as a child? like, Or was it a religious household, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, or... it was. Uh, my dad is a Muslim. Mm. Okay. My mum's Christian, so it is. That a, is deep already, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just spiritual from yeah. all angles. So, it, so it is a religious household. Yeah. Um, that I grew up in. Um, however, I didn't like church because I didn't understand it. Mm. So I used to like be forced to go to church. Like, oh, we're going to church. It's like, oh. so <laughs> I remember We've sitting at there. the back of the church with my brother, so that we could sneak out. Or if we fell asleep, no one would really notice mm. that we fall, we fell asleep. 
So um, that was my church experience. Okay, yeah. yeah. And then and then you found Christianity, or you went down the path of of Christianity. In, when did you say two thousand and five? Five. Yeah, because I was brought up um, as a not as a Muslim, because we stayed with my mum. My dad moved to Nigeria in ninety two, and so I identified with Christianity more. So I would call myself a Christian. But then um, when 2005 came and uh, I had a discussion with my friends about religion and stuff, I realised I wasn't a practising Christian. I just had Christianity as a title. Mm. Yeah. So then I started practising from there. So was it... So was it like... So this conversation that you had turned you or was it an act or something that you'd seen or had happened that you thought, this is... This is of, you know, this is a sign. You know what? It was two things, right? First thing, my brother showed me a DVD. That's what called I Called The Truth Behind Hip Hop. Yes. Right? And that started the conversation. Mm. We're talking Bill, Bills. Bills. My brother, Bilal. Yeah, we went to school with him as well. So yeah. that's how we know it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've got, got to let the listeners know as well. These men got a shout out on Dizzy Rascal's last album. There was a tune where he was talking about back in the bop, day. Bop and keep it dipping. Bop and keep it dipping. Bop and keep it dipping. And it was one line where he goes, back in the day when I was jamming with Bills and his brother Jalil. Or back yeah. jamming with J- Jalil and his and brother Bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to Dizzy for the shout out. History. Um, so yeah, so he introduced me to that DVD, sat down, watched it, and just opened my mind to that conversation. Because I was into hip-hop, heavily into hip-hop, but it was more secular hip-hop. So it was more battle rap type, gangster rap, mm. um, hip hop. And so once that DVD was shown to me and a few of my friends, it opened my eyes to the whole spiritual side of music, and which I never really considered at all. So when the conversation happened in 2005 mm. with, my, with my boys, I was already like in tune to, okay, cool, this is right, this is wrong, boom, boom. But it was more of the revelation that I wasn't a practicing Christian. Right. But I called myself a Christian. I wasn't practicing. Mm. Because we we went through everything. We went through like life after death. Um, just a conversation about what's the right religion. Um, Jesus Christ. And through that conversation, it was like, okay, cool. I, I need to be following his teachings as opposed to just calling myself a Christian. And then that's literally how it happened. And That's from there, deep, I just started following them. I haven't stopped. I haven't stopped. Yeah. I remember that DVD as well when it dropped at the time. It was one of those ones. Um, you remember things like Risky Roads and stuff. People had DVDs about roads yeah, and yeah, about yeah. music culture. Mm. And this one was just so left field. It was literally about what some people uh, would consider conspiracy theories and things going on behind the scenes in the industry. Um, a lot about what's going on in America. Okay. Um, and it scared the living daylights out of a lot of people that saw it. Um, I don't think I've ever seen it. You, you might want to look it up, the truth about hip-hop. And I think it is so powerful. You know, it's inspired some people to to become uh, more spiritual, more in tune with, with God, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's interesting how powerful that, DVD was, was for some people and for yourself as well. Mm. It inspired some conversations that really helped to change you. Mm-hmm. Um, myself, I always I was kind of raised in the church, and my mum always wanted me to do my music through the church. Mm. But being that you know, like we kind of used to rap together when we was younger and stuff, and being in that kind of uh, circle, those circles there, mm. um, it was all about just kind of being cool, and you know, just about just sounding like 
like you're fly, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. just coming with some hard bars mm-hmm. and just sounding fly and being cool. Um, and for me, the church just felt a bit corny. Like the church that I was going to, Facts. it was just, <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit dry. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know course, what I mean? It course. was mad corny. So how did you find that transition going from being someone who was like, you know, seen as being really cool and, you know, just designer clothes and yeah, 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 mad yeah. flows, bars, you know what I mean? All the respect off of the roads, you know what I mean? You know, and then, you know what? Because when I, when I became a Christian, I stopped rapping. A lot of people don't know that. I stopped rapping because I didn't know how I could transition Mm, from mm. street rap to rapping about God. I mean, what am I going to be talking about? Yeah. You understand? Like, there's a lot to talk about in the streets. You understand? But there's not, in my mind, there was not much to talk about. At the time. time, Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I stopped rapping and um, I took time to study. So I studied my faith, like, for a long time. About, about a year intense studying. So that, I had something to talk about when I was going to start writing because obviously I can't talk about, you know... Crud. I can't talk about the road life. I can't be cruddy. <laughs> you, can't, you can't talk about that stuff. Grease. You know? And I was all about cars. the punchlines and everything. So they were a bit like naughty. But that's... Yeah, now that's... um, But that's commendable. And that, that shows like a talented artist that you are to, sw- to have to switch it up and go from one mind frame to another. Mm. But then also to do that in a creative setting yeah. where you're so used to rapping about X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. but now you're f- switching it to do A, B, you know, to talk about all these other things. So that, that takes a lot in itself and just yeah. to change your whole persona and so literally, yeah. Yeah, yeah, reinvent yourself basically. Literally. And I did it um, unaware. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like a plan in my mind. Okay, now I'm going to switch it up. It just happened naturally because anything that came out of my mouth had to be um, coinciding with my belief, yeah. you know, system. So, I couldn't contradict that and start talking about, you know... Devil on one side, angel yeah, on the yeah, other. Yeah, I couldn't really like... do that, you know. <laughs> I, had to, I could talk about where I came from, mm. um, what I would do, my past and everything. But in terms of me actually, like, pushing that message out there to the forefront, no, nah, I, I had to switch it up mm. totally. So what was that, when you finally, finally got, this year of sort of studying under your belt, mm. feeling confident as a, a spiritual man, yeah. and you're ready to go back into music. Like, yeah. how was that transition? How did you um, sort of take those first steps in the church and getting into the studio? Okay, so the studio part, I already had that set up because um, my cousin owned the studio, so I was recording at his. And um, I thought you might be recording in the church or something. With no, that. no, I wasn't. I wasn't. In the church, okay. doing music. What type of church were you going to, by the way? Pentecostal. Okay, yeah. Mm. So that because that's a very clapping and singing clappy, kind of musical church. But I wasn't doing music in the church. I was doing music outside the church. Okay. So mm. I would do music, but I'll be performing at like secular events. Mm. Okay. It's when I was at the event, there was a pastor that was at the event. His name's Pastor Peter Nembard. Shout owned, out to pastor. Like pastor Peter, who um, owns the Ark Church in Forest Gate. And so he was at the, the event, he saw me perform there and he said that I should come to his church to perform. Mm. So I was like, all right, cool. So I came, that's how I was introduced to the church because prior to that, I was at secular events just performing because that's how, all I knew. How did you find the comparison of performing uh, at a church to Christians as opposed to performing maybe in <sighs> bars or like some stage? Terrain, or, like some greasy hip hop spot. Because I don't, I've, obviously church, to us, it's like, okay, it's a holy place. Like, 
you know, we're not going to be doing rapping in a church. Yeah, you know, it was a bit, yeah. And the audience is different. feel a bit awkward, yeah. Go yeah. yeah, you're looking at, like, yeah, oh, people that you got... might, might not who you think are the same demographics, whatever. Yeah, so you've got older people there, mm. whereas at a youth event, yeah. you've got young people. And everyone's into the music. Yeah. Whereas you have old people who are clapping <laughs> to hip hop, and it's like, <laughs> okay, you don't really clap to this, but I get you're trying to get involved. Mm. You understand? So it was a different, different um, experience. But I, I knew I kind of learned how to adapt to it. Did you experience any resistance there? Because I know from the older generations, a lot of them don't like the music that the youth create, and so back in maybe like the early two thousands, mid two thousands. You know, they probably would have hated rap music. There was that. a lot of them that did because there was a huge wave of um, young people coming into the church with the um, their cultural expression. So mm. with the music, with the grime, with the hip hop. Mm. And a lot of the older generation didn't know how to welcome that in mm. because um, hip hop or grime is seen as secular. However, the content is gospel. So they didn't know how to... They just thought, okay, you're mixing the world with the church. Mm. Whereas if they look at history, a lot of the music that they embrace now is comes from a secular form. Mm. You understand? So I don't believe the church has created their own kind of sound. It's always been adopted from the cultural expression at the time. Because look at um, Kirk Franklin. Kirk Franklin was um, looked down upon when he first came out with Stomp and... And um, all the other tunes, the hit tunes that he came out with. Whereas now, Kirk Franklin is seen that seen as you know a gospel legend. You understand? But when he came out, he um, experienced resistance from the church. Is so. it? There's a record by Mary Mary. This yeah, a, a gospel record. Even but that's, Shackles, that, yeah. that's gone over to Shackles, Praise You or whatever. yeah, that's Shackles, gone to pop. Shackles was number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so understand? it's. It's, it's interesting how the two have merged. So just touching on that, because this was this has recently came up. Just what's your view on now the even younger generation than than us three, uh, and some of our listeners, but now these youngers who are listening to drill mm -hmm. and what used to be called road rap, but now they're performing in churches with ballets, with like the fashion that they wear, or whatever. But they're doing it over harder beats mm -hmm. and they're rapping to that style, that pattern of that. But they're talking all everything positive and religious what's what's your take on it i i think um because there was a big documentary on it uh and we speak about it on the podcast so it's got yeah but this mm -hmm. yeah because it's just a hot topic so it's, it's fascinating because you're seeing someone with a belly um and they're rapping a certain way that's associated with all everything that's been going on mm -hmm. but it's, it's it's in a positive light so yeah what was what's your yeah, take? i think the people who are leading that movement in um the gospel scene are the hope dealers and, um, hope dealer, hope dealers. Okay, yeah, that's their name. Um, but they are, they are genuine brothers, who are out there to make a change. But they've they've come from that life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Understand? They've come from the road. Now, watching the documentary, I liked the documentary. Mm. Obviously, I didn't agree with everything in the documentary. But hey, we all have our opinions. Mm. But I liked the documentary. The reason why I liked the documentary is that they took young people from the streets brought them into the church where they are now successful in their own mm, mm. right and they are on a positive journey yeah you understand none of the um the olders from road took them off the streets mm. you understand none of the olders from road bought them a car none of the olders from the road gave them the right direction into where to go in life 
but you have this pastor. Yeah, he bought the car for his. He bought the car for him. The young man, he was for, for, he was becoming a pastor. The young guy. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now a lot of people will look at that and be like, "Oh, yeah, but that sends off the wrong message, etc., etc., etc." We can all have our opinions on it, but the fact is, the young man's off the road mm. and he's doing something positive. Yeah. yeah. And it's all about that positivity, mm, man. Exactly. What were your friends like? This going back to what Cal was asking, and then now we've just merged it with the, with the young people. So, so, so your close, close brethren or whatever that, that heard you spit, or they used to spit with you, or mm. was knocking around with you. What was your, what was their take? Um, when you said like I'm, you know, gonna um, devote uh, devote my life to Christianity and then do do this music on this side. Were can they positive? Or... Can I just add to that? Like someone like Agro, for example, who was you know like the record label, maybe the owner, or yeah, CEO he was the owner, of the label, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and you know one of his biggest players is now suddenly dropping out of the game. Like, like how literally, they they, I, I, it was there was. Did they take the piss or were they accepted? No, or... no, no, like, not in a bad way. Take yeah, the piss, I but thought... you know, banter, like you know, like friends. When and I told like... Aggie that I was leaving Flatline. He tried to hold on to me um, as much as he could. Mm. And he said, like, bro, is there any way you can stay on the label? You don't have to spit the bars that you were spitting before. <laughs> you can spit the bars that you're spitting now. But is there any way you can stay on the label? And I had a long, That's love. That's love. long talk with him about it. And I thought about it. And eventually I just said, nah, I can't. I just have to go on. We have to go our separate ways. Obviously, we're still fam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you understand my musical journey. And he that's respected it. Yeah, no, that's a that's it. a bold move from yourself as well, man. That's commendable. Yeah. So that's, that's all I knew musically yeah. is Flatline. Flatline Entertainment, that was a label that I was signed to. That was dope, man. Mm. And I know um Aggravation went on to do some uh, was it like a more like electro dance music kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. he had some he had some, some yeah. considerable success. I remember you lot performing at Stratford, not at the theatre. What was the thing? BBC. Next, um next to the Stratford Theatre, the uh Oh, the um Urban Development. Yeah, there was oh, a wow. little showcases yeah. in Stratford mm. Circus, is it? Yeah. 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 Old school. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> We're old school, mate. Old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was Definitely. like the days when Fusion was involved in that. Fusion from Fusion and Fallacy. Shout out to them, man, still. All them things, all them things mm. there. Um but yeah, so right, so you've taken us on your uh, journey so far. But I know now that there's another chapter, mm. if we can call it that, that you're yeah. you're looking to pursue, um, where you're going abroad. Yes. And yeah, just tell us a bit more about that, man, because that's that's a that's a real big that's another big step in your life, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm moving. I'm moving to the United States of America. Um, next month, I'll be gone uh, to join my wife. Over there, and so uh, this how, is a, how long you been married? Sorry? A year. A year oh, me too, man. Oh, bless. When, when, when did you <laughs> January, get married? January, January. Uh, ours is uh, coming up, so okay. August. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. married life like? Same yeah. as. Yeah, it's, well, it's good. I mean, we've been at a distance, isn't it? Yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah. But ab- yeah, absence it, makes the heart grow fonder. That's right. That's right. Mm. And, that, and that's always true. And she's she's from over there. She is. Yeah. I, yeah, saw, I saw one video where you kind of surprised your wife with a surprise visit. Was that the one in? Yeah, yeah, the one in Atlanta. Yeah, that yeah. was amazing. Yeah, yeah, surprised her, man. Big time for her birthday. <laughs> Getting them brownie points in. Hey, you know it's because <laughs> when you're married, the people think, oh, that's it. But no, you got to keep. No, keep, you keep have to the keep flame. the fire burning. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you have keep. to make sure you're you're still looking good. Yep, yep, yep. You know, yep, eating yep. well. That's um, it. Looking her out on yep, dates. Yep, yep, yep. Just keep it fresh. Keep it fresh. Fellas listening, women listening, you know. So anyway, yeah, going to America and yeah. you're following your wife. So yeah. So I'm going to America. I'm going to pursue my my dreams, my 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 life, and everything out there. Um, so it's going to be a massive change. Mm. However, I'm ready for it because I've been touring in America for the past what seven years. Mm. So since I left university in 2010, I've been touring the states. So I know what to expect when I'm out there. 
Okay. I mean, mm. um, I can imagine that the gospel music scene in America is a lot bigger than the scene we got here in the UK. Yes. Everything's um, bigger in America, man. It's like... <laughs> massive. The people, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Food portions, we were just talking about that. Everything is bigger. Um, um, so, yeah. I was going to say I mean, something else there, but that, that would have been a crude comment to say something. Oh, <laughs> Everything's well, not, bigger. Not on, this, not on this interview, mate. This not interview, with the, the right honourable JS. Now, now we're, it's, it's, water, uh, it's water rap and banner. It's not beer rap and banner. Today. We're keeping it, <laughs> keeping it righteous and real. I'm joking. Fresh fruit and banner. Um, but like, I'd like to think, you know, you've, you've built up a solid, you've had a solid career here in the UK, mm. in the gospel scene here. Um, you've put out some great albums. Thank um, you. Thank you. Um, I think your current album is Seven. Yes. And um, I really like that because there were some really strong messages in there. Um, you really came across as a man with a strong connection to God. And like, I saw how you've kind of evolved over the years coming up to seven. Everything just seemed a little mm. bit more professional, a little mm. bit more clean, a little bit more, you know, I'm thinking, wow, this guy is like right, ready <laughs> to go mainstream. He's oh, doing right. it. What's, what's your favourite track off the seven album? Um, to be honest, I'm really bad with song names. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I remember, I remember you mentioned title. it in 300. I'm going to check it. Is it on I streaming sites? He has mentioned it in 300 that to me on, uh, on text. Mm. Yeah. Why is it seven? Just because it's the G, the God let the... God letter, letter of... Well, something to do with that. Is something to do with like... Go on, go on, go on, go on. No, no, I don't want to say... Go on, go on. That's an ignorant, isn't it? Tell me, go on. No, no, seven is, uh, represents the number of um, completion and perfection. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, because, okay. you know, God made the world in six days and rested on the seventh. Boom. Yeah. So... There's a lot, so of, there's a lot of things to do with the number seven, though. There is, there is. Depending on your views on the world or religions as well. There is. The mark, the mark of God in the Bible is seven, seven, seven. Um, the mark of the beast in the Bible is 666. Mm. 7th Six is the number of men. 5% as believe the 7th letter and all these other things. And 7 levels of... What? I've heard no, 7th seven letter. Of hell. Oh, 7th letter. Yeah. G. G is the 7th letter. A, B, C, okay. D, E, F, G. Yeah. And what about it? Well, is it something to do with the 7th letter, oh, okay, the number okay. 7G? There's, I don't... Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I, So what's your views? All right, so 7 is uh, was, the, was the project. And now just... Talking about pop culture, what's your views on like Kanye dropping all these seven track EPs, these seven track records, and have you got any views on that? Or? I don't, I don't really have a view on it. It's like Kanye just does what he feels is, you know, what he wants to do. Kanye yeah, what does he wants Kanye, to do, isn't it? He does, yeah, it's Kanye, really. <laughs> like, I can't really comment on what he does. Let him do. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, back on yourself though. Um, so coming off of the back of that album, you had some strong visuals with the music videos. Okay. Um, I remember one where you were kind of wearing all white and stuff. Yes. Yes. Um, it was a real hard look. Like I like the way you've managed to retain that kind of street kind of rolled image because you still got like, you're still you. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But you still managed to marry that with like the kind of righteousness and um, with the gospel. Yeah. Um, which is something I I never really saw coming. Because, mm. like I say, I kind of looked at the church from a bit of a corny viewpoint back in the day. Yeah. But I feel like you've been someone that's been championing just, you know, being your regular self. You can just be a regular dude still and still mm. uh, speak the word, speak the gospel, and do everything through God. Yeah. Which is amazing. Um, and um, so the visuals were strong. And then I noticed you started doing some stuff with um, Belicity Media. Yes. Um, so you've got like a uh, a TV show. Is that right? Yes, we had a we've got a, a series, an online series called Live It Up, which um stems from the track Live It Up that is on my album. Mm. So we did a 
a short film for the the music video, Live It Up. And then after the short film, at the end of the short film, it says to be continued. I was like, oh, we could turn this into an online series. Mm. So then we did episode two and um, that was really good. And so now um, a lot of people are waiting for episode three to come out. Um, but I will say this here for the first time, that episode three won't be coming out um, for Live It Up. And uh, there's been a few changes in our team. So I'm going to develop that series into a movie and just release that in 2020 or something yeah yeah good luck good luck yeah that's dope man so yeah everyone look out for that man live it up um yeah i really did like it man yeah um i saw the first episode and i was thinking god man this is dope like i I like the way that um everything is coming together Mm -hmm. man and i feel like you're in a great position now to maybe take this overseas yeah and things can just flourish even Mm. more yeah 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 Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Humble, humble. Now you it's gonna it's gonna go really well, yeah. And God willing you'll go you know, you take it over there and mm-hmm. with the whole message and you being from London and you know there's no so many different that. levels. Mm-hmm. Don't forget us when you're uh, never that. When you're big. <laughs> so, so bigger, when you're bigger. <laughs> so whereabouts in the States you going to? Is it Atlanta? Yeah, well the the plan is to go to Georgia. Okay. Yeah, not necessarily Georgia. Atlanta, it's a bit too too much. For us, but yeah, Georgia, the South, Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. Is that is that is that any particular reason you chose South as opposed to maybe West Coast, East Coast? Um, oh, I know. Well, it's sort most of, easty, of our family is in the East. Okay, Southeast. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to go to LA, but it's a, it's too far. Yeah, it's a whole yeah. different world over yeah. there. Like each coast and everywhere is so different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the vibe in LA, but yeah, it's a bit too far for us. There's a lot going on in our family LA. Is, yeah, our family's in. East, southeast. Wicked. Okay, so just yes. thinking about the way the the music career is going to develop, like, mm. ha, have you kind of got um, some sort of plans to get the music off up and running over there? Like, is there like a, a studio that you're going to be using there, or are there links through the church over there now? Because I I honestly thought that instead of having your own studio and everything, you you went through the church and used their studios and. And did things that way. You I can, you it can like do that, that in the states as well. You can do that, but it's best to have your own because then you know it is. Mm. You've got your own studio. Mm, you're not you don't waiting have to on ask yeah, nobody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You have to book it. You can just do, do it. And if thing. you have an idea, you can just put it down. Self made, yeah. So obviously in the States, I don't have my own studio, but um, I've got uh, a label that I'm signed to at the moment in the, in the UK, who, and that label take me touring mm. <laughs> that label will take me touring um over to the states so i've got a promoter that lives in america okay yeah, she's based in baltimore and i've been working with her for seven years now All so right. yeah i've got i've got a good team good, that's it good ground good mm. grounds um yeah man i was gonna put the pressure and say like spit acapella <laughs> or something <but> I <laughs> Try get some bars out real quick. Well, someone's got to do the rapping because Cal can't rap and I'll give it up. All three of you. All two, I don't need, both to, of you. I don't need to rap. Both of you guys can rap. I'm the sound man, bro. I'm you guys are the spitters, sound. Um, <laughs> no, but we sincerely don't know. We, we wish you the best of luck and we really appreciate you coming down to check us because I know you got a lot on and you got to get ready for going and starting the next part of your life. So we really mm. appreciate you and we wish you the best of luck. Um, but before you do go... Mm. Is there anything that you would like to say to the world? Maybe some uh, some words of advice for someone that would love to follow in so, your footsteps? Yeah, I say uh, live life, 
to the fullest and follow your dreams because life is short. Mm. Yeah, life is short. Follow your dreams. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, and love those who are close to you. <clears throat> those who are your family, love them. Like, don't just say it, show them that you love them. That's important. Yeah. That's wise words, man. Positive. Most definitely, man. That's dope. JS, thank you so much for coming through, brother. Appreciate, Appreciate it, bro. Boom. Boom. All right. I've been English. I've been Cal. J to the S. That's it. Uh, at Beer, at Band, SoundCloud, all of that online. Go support our, our guy here. You know, he's doing big things and we'll continue to grow. And keep subscribing and listening out and watching out for more interviews. Do you want to give us those socials one more time, JS? Yes, JS Online, J-A-Y-E-S-S Online. And that's on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Boom. And we out. Peace. So that was our interview with JS. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you check him out on his journey and we support him to the fullest. Um, and now back with the banter. Beer Rapping Bants. Um, touching on SoundCloud rappers and the youth for today, we obviously need to touch on this. Um, RIP to XXX Extension. Did I say that right? Triple Extension. Extension. Tentation. RIP. Tentation. They're calling him. You got to say it with a flat tongue. Triple Extension. Don't take the piss too much. He's dead. No, RIP. So this new wave, this new wave rapper. This is um, when you got respect for the dead, anyway. Always. You was talking about Craig Mack and comparing him to Mussolini and all kinds of crud. Oh, that's well remembered. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Anyway, uh, R.I.P. to Triple X. Um, Can you imagine if Mussolini dropped like... What, just came back with a mixtape? Just like... I got the brand new... Anyway, um, R.I.P. I didn't know anything about this guy. I didn't know any of his music. I just knew that he was changing his life and turning it around. It's very unfortunate. A young, high-profile mm. artist was shot, which was, which was what was quite disappointing, although someone clarified it. There was a lot of people just filming and standing around. But obviously, as soon as one person calls the ambulance and the police, what's everyone going to do? No one's going to bring him back from the dead and take bullets out of his chest. But it's just sad that we lost a, a, a legend, an icon. Yeah. A young icon or just an icon? You could say he's an I think icon he was quite and iconic. you could say he's a young legend. For the younger generation, he's I watched, their star. Yeah, I watched the Adam22 video. He does that No Jumper interview podcast, but he does a vlog outside his shop and the whole of the area in LA like was rammed of young people saying, yo, X, you changed my life. I listened to you and now I make music on now I've turned my life around and thank you for giving me hope and there were people crying and it was like raw this young guy was really like he was more than like a little pump or a I keep saying his name but I don't know anymore he was more than like amigos or a certain type of rapper with mm. dreads and coloured hair and tattoos on your face he was really like a modern day I don't know I don't want to say Pop. Tupac I don't want to I don't know maybe modern he was Biggie. He was, he was, that's what everyone okay modern day Pac you know, just a voice for yeah, the young he's the people. Star. He's the star. Like in our day and age, it was Nas, Big Park. In this, but he day stood and for age, something. It's, it, it was Triple X, uh, Lil Pump. Nah, Lil Pump's not seen like that. No way. Nah, Takashi Six Nine. Nah, nah, nah. Sticky with the blicky, yeah, with the. Well, blicky. Who else then? Wow, X is the only one that actually makes a difference. Yeah, man. According I'm, to one of these new age uh, youngsters, I'm gonna listen to him. I didn't really. 
just know anything about it. I just knew that he had that whole thing where Drake took his flow. That's deep. But actually, the only one that makes a difference. But th- but that's saying something about the new. Dead. But that's saying something about the new generation. The new what generation about the other of rappers. One that died, Lil Zan. Ain't he an influence? No, he's not dead. He's not dead. That's my guy. He's not dead. He's just some. He's just some little Mexican kid who raps about being on drugs, bro. His flow's dead. But um, bro, them man has shit. Now who, who's the who's the one that actually is dead? He just said X. it, fam. He was like pumps his brethren or something. No, X is the only one that's dead. No, one died recently. He did, oh, little Pete, dude on drugs. Yeah, little Pete. Yeah, that was ages ago. So yeah, but was that's he not a top boy? He was, but like, he's dead now, isn't he? So, so uh, that's what, what I mean is of this generation, it's, he, no, it's he X. Made, to be honest, he was just doing his own thing. He never actually made a difference. He helped a lot of depressed kids. There you go. He's like, so, like X actually done charity events. Yeah, 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 yeah. I read yeah, that done well. charity events because Drake did God's plan. No man, this <laughs> this young guy, bruv, this guy got done yeah for beating up his missus. He was like, he was a woman beater, innit? Mm. This let's not beat around the bush. This triple X guy was like younger, like he was he did some messed up things. He did a lot of good things. We concentrate on the positive things. Yeah. So he was turning his life around. No one's pos- you know, no one's perfect, obviously, and we're concentrating on the positives. So he didn't get murked for doing negative things. He got just got caught slipping, and obviously he wasn't. Let's like, talk. Let's talk about that because no one, no one's untouchable. I didn't know that this youth was embroiled in any type of beef. So for me, he this wasn't. was a complete surprise. He wasn't. I think they just tried and, to rub his chain or something. Well, I've heard there might be a conspiracy. They, they robbed his, um, conspiracy. Just two. It was just two guys. It was just two because, goons. Because, like, it, it was three of them. Was, he was going to buy a new bike, um, and obviously someone's told the robbers that he had a load of cash on him, and they robbed him. But X, he didn't want to give up the money. He said, "No, just relax. What's going on?" And um, Obviously, he couldn't drive off because the van was blocking off the car. It's mad. And then, so then they just shot him in the chest and took his money. See what I mean? Shot him in the chest, took his peas, but he had a sick whip, man. They should have tried to get the car. No, nah, but you drive away with like a, a car. Or something. You drive away with a car. You've got to get rid of the body. Your DNA's all in the car. You're driving around. This ain't GTA 5. You're going to get nabbed. Well, I don't know. If you're an organised criminal, maybe you've got things They're in not organised criminals. They're just like young goons. They if, were just trying to do a, a quick yeah, grab, quick, 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 quick snatch, quick snatch, and they're just opportunists. Snatch and run. That's it. I hope they get life. I hope they get whatever the murder. Well, murder, I don't, I, they might not even get caught. Death sentence. No, they got they nabbed a couple of them already. They got them. Yeah, a couple of them. That's what the way the world be working, man. It's it's sad oh, times. But anyway, R.I.P. And um, if you was a fan of his, I keep seeing memes, bro. It's it's a bit sad. It like, is sad. Like, did you see the one I sent you earlier? They're no, just, I didn't really look at it yet. I looked at it yet. Him, if you're a fan of his, we hope you can find solace in listening to his music. If you didn't know who he was because you didn't listen to that music, check him out. Uh, Andrew didn't know who he was. He's like, did some rapper die? And everyone was filming it. I was like, yeah. And then I just didn't explain it because I knew she wouldn't be interested. But I didn't know his music, but I'm going to go back and check it. He's so talented, man. Yeah, man, it's a shame. It, what, what, what really gets me is, yeah, I could see how talented he was. And I feel like I've all the years I've been listening to hip hop music. Yeah. He's the most versatile artist I've ever seen. Singing everything. Everything. Can do boom bap, he can do trap, he can do the singing pop music kind of stuff. Yeah, he was talented, man. Everything. Man started on heavy metal punk. So I'm saying these new wave people are... And he looked like an anime character. Yeah, that well. Looked like he was a member of the Ukatsuki. 
don't know who that is. <laughs> oh, no, Some gang from uh, Naruto. That's long. That's long. Uh, what else? Well, okay. So yeah. Anyway, R.I.P. Minute moment of silence. Or, 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 moment of silence or moment of cheering. What do you prefer? Mo- a minute, minute of silence or minute. Of well, clapping. I'm not doing a minute of silence. No, that's a lot. That's quite a lot of time. <laughs> that's why I said a moment. Should Just have the listeners sitting there listening to silence. Should we have a moment of silence or moment of um, cheers and claps to applaud life. I've finished my beer, so I can't have a moment of cheers. No, you can. All right, moment of silence. I was drinking a Corona, by the way, listeners, with a bit of lemon in there because we didn't have any lime. Right, we'll have a moment of silence for Triple X. Okay. Is that enough of a moment for you? I was for the listeners, man. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. He's so heartless, isn't it? What do you mean? You say R- everybody else, we're like RIP and we keep it moving. Why has like, X got to get a moment of silence? It doesn't have to. He's a legend. There we go, young legend. Yeah, for him. For everyone. I bet if Kanye died, you wouldn't be doing a moment of silence. Bruv, last week everyone was dissing Kanye and now mm. everyone's back on his... I wasn't dissing him, but I didn't I didn't really get to have a moment well, to think. Fans are always fickle, innit? Football fans, The world moves fans, so quick. The, the, goal, the world moves so quick, man. It's like one minute, one thing happens and then it just turns around and it's just over. Um, no doubt. We've been no touching doubt. a lot R. of music. R.I.P. Um, i got I got to tell the listeners about this meme, though. Go for it. So... What it what it said was that Triple X Tentacion has now beaten Taylor Swift for the record of the most amount of Spotify streams in one day. And then there was a caption that said, even in death, X is still beating women. <laughs> Savage. <laughs> Savage. That is terrible. Oh no. But anyway, uh RIP to X and um you know, there's been a lot going on as always in music, man. Um, I've been listening to uh, a bit of Alchemist recently. Okay, speak on it. Man, like AOC, he's gone and released. Uh, he's gone and released um, a new project. To be honest with you, I don't even know how new it is, but it's dope. It's called Lunch Meat. It's like a. Uh, Half instrumental and then half uh, with a couple of rappers on there, like Rock Marciano, West Side Gun, Conway, Action Bronson, Stars P, Benny the Butcher. You know, it just, it just kind of bangs, don't it? Um, uh, also, in that whole period of Kanye dropping stuff, seven track albums, then he dropped the one with Nas. Just after that dropped, Jay-Z and Beyonce went and dropped an album. And everyone's saying... Jay-Z just wanted to shank Nas one more time after that little rap beef that they had way back when. What's your opinion on that? Do you think that the timing of this, because, you know, Jay and B are on tour, they're grown, they launch a new group, like the Carters, they're coming out as a couple and putting out an album. They didn't really have to drop it right now. They're on tour. They could finish their tour, drop the album after the tour. But apparently it was a move to capitalise on, you know, the right at the height of the tour with all of the hype and everyone talking about them dropped the album. I think that's that makes more sense. I think But so timing wise, it dropped just after Ye and Nas album has dropped, which is another collaboration album. Yeah, but the not, timing of it, it, it kind of seems a bit two, like it was a it's two different it types of collaborations. It's two different types of collaborations. It's both they're both important in in the culture, uh, I think now with the way the world is going on, like you could just drop an album, especially if you, of that magnitude of those eyes, you could drop an album tomorrow and with no promo and just 
drop it. There it is. Here you go. And just let it carry and carry and carry. It probably it made more sense, the story of them dropping it while they're on tour, while they're together. They would have had this pro project ready for a while and then just drop it, you know, load up and then this guy about their business. Like they're really like they're incredibly busy and creative people that are just going about doing loads of things. They're not just going to concentrate solely on this well, this album of just a husband and a wife rapping, which not as many people are going to check for. Like, I listened to that ape shit record and I thought... I, I didn't like that record, man. I thought I was dead. But you know what? I think... It's okay. I think... It's a future yeah. record anyway. It sounds like future. I think this might be a business move, isn't it? Because I'm not a businessman. I'm, I'm a, a businessman. Business, because Nas's label has been growing in stature at Mass Appeal Records... Mm. Um, Kanye West good music has been growing in stature mm. Kanye and Jay had their little falling out so it's out. like a final fuck you from Jay Z well it's business it's like it, Kanye West is a pop star he works with Maroon 5 and all of these pop stars and stuff mm. yeah Beyonce is a pop star she works with she don't really do many collabs does she but she's a pop star so maybe it's just competition it's she's just pure business number one Kanye versus Beyonce Nas versus Jay Z, and Possibly. and hip hop is built on competition anyway. Oh, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't know if it's that deep. I think that's probably been made up by like the, the, uh, the internet and things just to create a narrative for both stories. I think Maybe. they just, I think they just dropped like that, and we just got a, you know, we're living in a time with great artists. We're living in a time with Ronaldo and Messi going at it. We're living at a time with great lyricists going at it and creating good music. So. Who's better out of Ronaldo and Messi? At the minute. At the minute. Yeah, if you want. It's Ronaldo. Why? Because he's he's won different he's won he's won different leagues. He's won um different accolades across different leagues. He's proven in two of the most competitive leagues in the world. He's helped his country win the European Championship. He's he's banged four goals as we know it in the World Cup. And he's pr he's proved that hard work triumphs talent. Who's more talented? Lionel Messi by far. Yeah. Who's the better baller? Lionel Messi. But at the minute, Ronaldo's doing bits now. People forget in the World Cup four years ago, Lionel Messi took his his country to the World Cup final. Yeah. And he banged. How many goals? Where Ronaldo, they got knocked out in the group stage and he scored one goal in like the last game, in the last 10 minutes. But he did take his country to the European Championship final yes. and they went on to win it. Although he, he didn't enough, he play, didn't play that, yeah. but, in the final. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not disputing that. he was that. still a part of the team that got to the final. But it's like, it's, it's, it's these eternal arguments and debates mm. in, in barbershops, in pubs, in friends' houses. Lionel Messi... Cristiano Ronaldo, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, um, Nas, Jay Z, Jay Z. I was gonna, yeah, um, flipping Skepta Wiley. Uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm re Nike Adidas. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like forever yin to the yang for everyone who's gonna say. Ronaldo, rah, 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 rah. someone's gonna say, "Yeah, Messi does this." You know what I mean? So mm. it's, it's 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 always good to have this conversation. It's that, interesting though because I think right now, and um, Ronaldo's won three Champions Leagues, bros. He's 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 taking his team because Portugal on paper aren't as talented as Argentina on paper, even though Argentina defenders and goalie dog shit. But Portugal are solid, Mendy, though. Yeah, but that's one. 
Portugal are more solid team than Argentina. Mm. But yeah, they're both they're Gold both Dean amazing. as well, doesn't he play for Atletico Madrid? Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, and yeah, man, Portugal. Is Goldina Argentinian? Or is he Uruguayan? No, I thought it was something. I don't know. I think he's from Argentina. Anyway. Anyway, they, they, I think the Argentinian defence does have some players in it. Um and uh, just right now, me personally, I've always followed uh, Cristiano Ronaldo's career and I've always rated him as a player, man. Um, I rate Messi as well, but maybe I'm a bit biased towards Ronaldo because I've seen him come up since he was a teenager and I always wanted him to do well. But he did it in Portugal. So I'm he glad come, that he's playing He came to right Manchester now. and <clears throat> did incredibly, you know, just smashed it in, Man- you know, in the Premiership and Champions League. And went to Real Madrid. He carried the burden. Mm. You know, he was, he's changed his game. Changed. Changed his game. He's not running round as much. Mm. He's free kicks, um, headers, link up play, target man play, target man play. He's on it, mm. and it, he he'll be a great um, coach manager in future. Oh, definitely. He's yeah. like a LeBron James. Like they can see the game. Yeah. They set everyone else. They make everyone better. Wow. Imagine being coached by Ronaldo. Bro, imagine being coached by Zinedine Zidane. Yeah, same kind of effect, I'm saying. It? Yeah. Players will look up to him and be like, All right, whatever you say, boss, I'll do it. But yeah, man, <laughs> it's, a, it's a great conversation. But I think at the minute, like, you always have these conversations in the pub or at the barbershops or whatever. And at the minute, I think Ronaldo's just um, edging it with how he's turned up for the World Cup, even though he's had a full-on season. yeah. But he's had a great season. He won the Champions League. But Argentina don't play to Messi's strengths. Or really? Mm, you got to build a team so around him. So would you say uh, Messi's failings are down to team. the management? Of, oh, his manager, of, yeah, of the team. The manager, yeah, because it's a team effort, Cal, isn't it? You know mm, that. Not yeah. one man can win anything. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So he can he can beat a couple of players, take around a couple of players, lay it off. But in the World Cup, where every man's looking to clatter you and take you out because you're the top guy you got to have everyone close cutting and cutting and moving and like Barca do because Barca have to play against teams that just camp in their own half and, mm. but you're playing against better teams than in La Liga because they're national teams so you got to have these players that are moving around you and you know it ain't really working like for real I mean what, one what, of the days like in the 70s 60s and 70s where you could just one man could just run around eight people and what I'm confused about a Eusebio or a Maradona or a... Is, is the fact that they've got so much quality in Argentina like they've got quality on the bench they've got Aguero Higuain Jibala like dudes just sitting on the bench waiting to come off Portugal don't actually have that um, so maybe there's a, a positive maybe there's a plus there the fact that Rene Ronaldo is the main man and maybe Messi doesn't necessarily have to be the main man at Argentina mm. and maybe that can cause problems Maybe. Um, but then, you know, with Ronaldo, it looks like every team that he plays in is successful, whether it's Manchester United, whether it's Real Madrid, whether it's Portugal. You know, Portugal have had their struggles, but they seem to be getting it together. Yeah, they're solid. Um, and with Messi, it seems to be it's pretty much only Barcelona where they win things, you know. Well, he's only ever stayed at Barcelona and you wouldn't blame mm. him. Like, why would you want to leave? Why would you want to leave? He's here? a god there. Yeah, but this is the city, the culture of playing football, the lifestyle. Like, you've been there since a kid. Mm. Where's he going to go and play football in England, in rainy England, and get kicked up in the air every... Well, this is it, like... Also, I don't think he could survive the Premiership Ronaldo, as much as Ronaldo, Ronaldo could, as a... could do that. Yeah, or well, has done that. You know what I mean? Like, Ronaldo's gone away to Stoke and he's been kicked and he, and he survived, you know? Up in the air. Someone like Sturridge, his leg's broken, he's off for, like, six months. 
Daniel Sturridge, that's a Where, where shame, would man. Messi lie if he did that? If Messi went away to Stoke, would he have his leg broken and be off for six months? Or would he rise to the challenge and be like Ronaldo and still score like 30 goals at the end of the season? I guess we'll never know. Or if Mo Salah can do it. You'd think, but... You never know. That's what's so good about the Premiership. But yeah, it's an eternal conversation. And I'm sure in 10 years' time, we're going to have a, be a conversation about two next young players. Jack Wilshere. <clears throat> He's definitely not in a conversation in the next 10 years, but it's a nice segue. He's left Arsenal, man. Yeah. It's, emotion, it's an emotional thing because... He's come through the club since he was a young star. You know, there was a lot of hype about him becoming a, a professional, you know. And so we've been excited as Arsenal fans. Oh, this guy, we can't wait for him to come through. And he came through and he was like, oh, he's amazing. And then he just had all of these injuries and his career hasn't quite been what we hoped it would be. Mm. Still a good player, but the potential he had, he really hasn't fulfilled his potential. Mm. So I can see why a new manager would come in and think, looking at the squad in training, you're a bit, you know, you could stay, you could go. I don't really care, you know. Maybe somebody else, I care a bit more if they stay or they go. But you, whatever, mate. I so, wanted him. Yeah, uh, I like him. It's a shame he couldn't stay, but <clears throat> it makes sense. He, he put out a really heartfelt status yeah, on his yeah, Instagram. Yeah. Everyone so who leaves, saying he wanted to stay. Everyone who leaves Arsenal leaves with love in their heart. Yeah. And always comes back to us in some way in terms of like following us or wanting to support us. So that says a lot about the club. And that <clears throat> that's never said of Spurs or Chelsea, not even a dig at the London teams, but mm. teams like Thierry loves us, Perez loves us, Vieira was very upset that he wasn't um, given a, a fair chance at the coaching job. Arteta has love for us still, um, Burkamp. So it says something about the club. I've put my crep on because I think Arsenal is a very um, it's on time soon. I think Arsenal is a very uh, you know family <coughs> orientated club. You know we we like to keep our Arsenal family close. You know everyone's involved. When you go for the club stadium tours and stuff, you get like Charlie Adam and uh, yeah, they uh, do a lot of work with schools as well. I remember them working with one of the schools I, I used to teach at and. Yeah, man, it's all community based, and it needs yeah, to be. Yeah, man, you got to um, keep them future fans. In pocket. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, yeah, man. Loads of ex-players always involved in, in Arsenal. Carnu, did you see Carnu still rocking the plats? Yeah, come on, man. That's his style. What is he, about 27 now? <laughs> I used to have plats back in the day. Did you? Yeah. I did think I should hollow out my old hairdresser and see if she wants did to... Did you used to have plats? Hook me up back in the day. Was this like when you left school when you was at college or uni? Um, I think I had Were they plats. like little twists? Yeah, uni times, like uh, early... Whew. Yeah, I actually had cane rolls at one point. But yeah, I started with the picky Do you remember when David Beckham uh, David Beckham tried to have the cane rolls? He he, wore a... <laughs> he pulled it off, man. It worked. There's a picture of him meeting the Prince Charles with a do-rag, I think, or Prince Harry yeah, with a do-rag. Yeah, I'll rate him for that forever. Fucking hell, what is Only this Bex could do that. This guy. He forced <laughs> even, it so much. Even a black person wouldn't wear a do-rag to go and meet flipping royalty. <laughs> Only Brex could do that. Yeah, but what what a false, isn't it? Like only like Nah, he, he's that guy like Nah, that was a stretch, like man. He does stuff like that, man. He shouldn't be doing that. Or maybe he should. Do you feel that was disrespectful? No, I just thought it was a bit of a reach. Like, why are you wearing a do-rag? Like you why don't not? Because you don't need to like for your hair to keep it all wavy and keep it intact. No, but he's wearing what? it as just like a fashion accessory. He's wearing it like as just something to look good. I'm David Beckham and I'm I'm, I'm cool Beckham. with my black mates. No. <laughs> that statement said to me, I'm David Beckham. I can do what the and fuck. And I can wear a do-rag to go and meet royalty. 
can you do that shit? No, motherfucker. I can. <laughs> so get to the back of the line. I'm David Beckham. And nothing nothing you, nothing you do matters. I can wear a big chain and a vest and tuck my shit in. And he can wear a string vest, have a gold tooth. Nobody ain't going to say nothing. Super malt. It's David Beckham. Super malt. Yeah, let me go up there with a string vest and a gold tooth. They won't even let me in, bro. You can get past the gate. You get fucking tackled by about eight Couple secret servers. Couple beef isn't it? <laughs> He's coming this way. Quick, grab him. Can you imagine at the Royal Wedding if you tried to be... Don, GCHQ won't even let you get out of the train station, bro. Bro, it's peak. Um, oh, man. Oh, I've, I've, had, I've had a laugh today, man. So hopefully you're listening to this and you have also listened to the episode 26 that we dropped that we were talking about the Royal Wedding and the FA Cup and whatever else we talked about because it was like a while ago. But mm. yeah, we're, we're dropping the episodes. We had a lovely interview today. Yeah, man. It's episode 27. It's Dimitri Payet. It's Beer Rap Bants. Cal, you're looking very... That's exactly what it is, man. I was thinking we had one or two more things to touch on, but, you know... What do you want to touch on? We can't wrap it up. I'm just thinking... Um, well, I did want to want to discuss United Emery a little bit. Um, because, obviously, Arsenal... You know, we had on the last episode, we talked about how disappointed we were, um, like, at seeing Arsene Wenger leaving and stuff. Um... Maybe not the last one, but our previous episode. And now we've got a new manager. You know, I thought it'd be cool to discuss that real quick. But maybe we haven't got enough time. Maybe we can save that for another day. When the season starts, maybe. Let's do a pre-season. Do you know what we need to book? Mm. And if anyone's on it, listeners, uh, there's an Arsenal legends against Real Madrid legends at the Emirates in September, I think. Or they, end of August. They just had one already as well. Yeah. Mm. And also we've got to go to the Emirates Cup again. Um, Emirates, if you're on it. Yeah, that was cool last season, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I went with my uncle as well and his two kids and they enjoyed it. They'd never been to a game. Mm. And we were right next to the... Oh, who would we be next to? Who do they play? There's a Spanish team or a Portuguese team and they were letting off flares. Sevilla last season. And it was raining and... Mm. Yeah. Certain players always look good. I'm looking forward to the new season. Zonzi looked well solid against us in that preseason. Yeah, game. he's a good player, man. Is it the well, World Cup? Well... We He's at the World Cup and Wilshire ain't. Well, says a lot. So it says a lot about Wenger. I'd, li- I'd like to see. Says a lot about Wenger when a lot of players he brought like coming ain't made the World Cup squad like Lacazette and Wilshire and. Oof. Um, Oof. I- I've been saying for a while that Arsenal have been signing B team players. We never used to. We used to C sign team. the starters in the A team. Yeah. Now we're signing the guys that are on the bench in the A team, or the guys that ain't even going to. The I'm World happy Cup. for a Wobi. B team guys. I'm happy for a Wobi, like, but he's a bench player at Nigeria. He's not really starting. Like, I mean, he's not really he, cutting. When he started it. in the first game, they lost. When yeah, and he, he done shit in the second game. Yeah. they won. And he come on and he didn't do much, but so much potential. But I'm up for the. I'm up for the 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 pre-season episode. Um. We've covered quite a lot today in we, such a yeah, short time. Good music. There's a couple of things I wanted to discuss, though. Go for it. Are women more hygienic than men? Depends who the woman is. Grease! <laughs> you just wanted to get that in there. Well, no, she's some whore, obviously. She can't be more hygienic than a man. You dirty whore. You little whore. Do you remember when, uh, was it Black... Was it, what's that rapper? Um, Yo, got his cousin or nephew whatever he is 
black youngster. You little whore. You little bitch, you little whore. You remember that when he's like on social media? Anyway, that was me just being ignorant. Okay, um, well, to be honest, I, 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 I've lived with women. Where I think... I've lived with women. Yeah. Like, not in a relationship, but just living with women and they were hella dirty. Mm. And I've lived with guys and they were hella messy and dirty. So... See, but, but you know, traditionally, everyone thinks girls are really hygienic. Females are very hygienic and very clean. And if a man is that way then it's like a feminine trait. You know what I mean? Like, the people expect a man to be all nasty and messy and, you know, if he if he likes looking after himself and cleaning up, then they're going to think, oh, he's gay or something. Mm, I think that's quite... A, I think maybe back in the day people thought that that's quite dated, but now I think... I think people still think that now, bro. Some people are backwards. <laughs> oh, yeah, they are. But I think there's nothing think... wrong with a man having some hygiene. And I know from my experience in my culture and my upbringing... Like African men are very hygienic and very clean, and I didn't realize until I started dating that there, yeah, there are some women out there that aren't actually as clean as me and 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 boys that I knew that I grew up with. Do you know what I mean? Even though you might expect, it's mm. not always necessarily the case. Going to university, going to university was an eye opener, mm. and you see how people live or can't adapt from moving outside a home away from home to living on their own or living in halls of residence and they struggle and they just live dirty like they don't clean the toilet mm. sh- basically the fridge the toilet the shower um like uh gauges of how clean you are like your bedroom all right you clean it you hoover it you, you know the kitchen and the you know bathroom but if you look at them certain areas if you open a fridge and it's absolutely Nasty, you think, oh, that is not very nice. Or the toilet is all fucked up with bed stains. Like certain people don't know. Well, that's interesting. Wouldn't like bare plates think... in the dishwasher, you think, all right, come on, but... Wouldn't you just think someone's lazy then instead of actually be Because nasty can well, be is like, it doesn't dirty like come from laziness hygiene, innit? Because some, someone could have the cleanest toilet in the world, but they step out of their house and they stink. And it's like, come on, man, you should have had a shower. Like, why do you stink when you just came out of your house? No, nah, I think if you cl- if you clean your toilet and your fridge in them certain areas, then you, you tension to detail, you're generally more of a clean person. That's know, laziness. Don't, don't you think laziness is, a, laziness is a part of being dirty then and not and not clean because you just can't be bothered? Are you saying that they, they, they're not actually conscious of, of how to clean a yard and hygiene? Maybe. I don't know, innit? I don't, it's, that's why I thought it was an interesting conversation because... Um, I I think it might be a misconception, bro. It might be. Women can leave all hairs in the. Women have a lot more excess hairs. Yeah. Um. All right, because you've grown up with women in your home, so you, you would have that direct experience of knowing. Yeah, like, but I don't really have any recollection of that. I'm just thinking mm. of like women I've lived with in relationships or just platonic housemates mm. and tampon stuff and the floating like just floating yeah. not like like that like, <laughs> not, not like you might like skid and slip on a tampon on the floor that's a bit greasy but 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 uh, lads are dirty as well lads lads can be terrible well, definitely so it's yeah and it's it if... but I, me personally i've noticed there's there's times when i've dated women and i've noticed they were a bit more messy than i was and i i would i i wasn't expecting that I didn't think that that would be possible. Ain't it a heartbreaker if you're dating an absolute worldy and then she's like, she's like, dirty kitchen, dirty bathroom, plates underneath the bed, don't clean up. You think, oh, you, that's why, that's why you're on the market. Hey, Corey, Corey Holcomb had this job, this job here. He goes, uh, <laughs> yeah, 
So I could look at a woman, I could tell she ain't shit. Like I could tell she got loads of dishes in the sink. <laughs> That's it, man. Uh, there's probably there's probably more of an acceptance for men having a dirty yard and their bachelors being yeah. like, oh, you're just a bloke. Like, you know, you need a woman's touch. Whereas if it was a woman... But you see, this is interesting again. A woman's touch. Yeah, but women... It's do... us expecting women to be... Not expecting. No one said like expecting. Hygienic and clean No, and women's touch No, is... but it is because a woman's touch no. means you expect a woman no, to be able to that do certain things. No, it doesn't. A woman's touch... It's not expectations. A woman's touch on the place is her giving, sprinkling her little feminine flavours of flowers, candles, making sure that certain bits are cleaned and maintained. Where a bloke could just be like, you could just be like, oh, I'll just leave it or I'll, I'll just give it a quick like, quick wipe or whatever. But what you're all, everything you just said is an expectation. An no, expectation. No, I'm not expecting that though. Yeah. That's facts though. It happens. A woman's touch does that. So you're telling me, right, are you going right, to live with a guy? Yeah, but what I'm saying to you is, are you gonna live there's with a times guy? when I've dated a woman and that woman's touch was non-existent. No, is she living with you, though? In your yard, paying your mortgage with you or paying your rent? Well, or... not paying my rent, but, yeah, like, living with me around my yard all the time, you know what I mean? And that... Her shit everywhere. And she weren't and she weren't putting her feminine touch then? Well, it was a bit of a frowsy feminine touch. In it. Well, then that's why she had to go, innit? You gotta go. You got to go. That's why Andrea, like, when I moved in, when mm. I bought the place... She moved in and she felt away because it wasn't quite her thing. So over the years, she's been sprinkling a little bit of, right, we're going to paint the living room this way. We're going to yeah. do this. We're going to do this. Yeah. And so she patterned it. And I'm like, yeah, all right, cool, whatever. Like, like it's, it's your house as much as mine. It's, your happiness is important. Yeah. And then when I look around to the whole flat, I'm like, wow, you've actually made it better. Like, you've made it a more, you know. So in your opinion, every, the, the, every woman should be able to do that. No, not every woman. Is, okay. No, because not every woman's capable of doing that. Yeah, exactly. Because not every, you know, that's a generalization. It's not an expectation. The saying a woman's touch is taking the harshness off men, the edge off men, off a bachelor. When I've been in the bachelor, all right, my my flat's clean to my standard, mm. but I ain't got flat. I'm not going to the. I'm not going to Columbia Road Market and buying flowers. I'm not going to Tesco's and buying flowers. I'm not buying a million candles and burning them. I'm not painting it this way I'm not getting this you know I don't women see a different using all feng shui getting clothes women see a certain thing they see they see that the reading of the game a different way than we see the reading of a game that's why we're men and they're women and that's why we love them and that's why we're opposite that's why we work well together and God forbid we should ever be the same because they're not meant to be the same woman is a woman man is man and it should be like that but the question yin to the yang the question are women more hygienic than men Again, it all depends. <laughs> <laughs> it all depends. Because, you know, show, I could show you a clean guy's flat, bachelor, or clean guys who live in together, work in the city, lads, mm. they're flat, they've got a cleaner. They might have a, a certain cleaner. Like, we, you know, mm. we, we bought a cleaner in now. Not saying our yard's, like, dirty and cruddy or whatever, but just one less job. But they could have a ping flat, clean, and then you show me two girls who are working and their flat is just rotten mm. you know who always used to have messy you know it's a good yeah. shout on holiday when you room with someone on holiday or you go to a girl's room on holiday and you see like how she's how she's moving in the bathroom and you're like oh <laughs> but you still persevered I mean you still still do what you gotta do smokers always have messy yards 
just like cigarettes and everywhere and it stinks. Because nah, I know cigarette smokers and their yards. Uh, to be fair, there's some that are like... If they yeah, smoke in the yard, if people, they smoke yeah. in the flat of the house, then you think, all right, it stinks of smoke. But that's that's their that's their, uh, that's their thing, isn't it? They, they smoke. They really care, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but, but no, I know smokers who have clean flats. It's not... I'm generalising. Hella generalising. I'm generalising. You're offending some of our smoking listeners. Well, probably, but you don't need to get offended. It is what it is. Look Put around out that yard. cigarette. If you're Look smoking... Your yard. Is your yard clean and tidy? You know, hit us up at Beer at Brant to let us know what you think. If your yard is clean and tidy and you smoke, you can say, fuck you, Cal. My yard is clean and tidy. I'm a smoker. Ma- but if your yard is messy and you're a smoker... Is your, well. is, is your room, is your house, is your house... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm going to... What are you going to say? What, go on. No. Well, go on. <laughs> I ain't going to say nothing, Rob. Is your house Lionel Messi or is it Cristiano uh, Ronaldo? Uh, boom, boom, boom. Is your yard Chris? Uh, Chris Cristiano uh, Ronaldo or is it Lionel yeah, Messi? Okay, okay. On that note... Bars. On that note, on that Dimitri Payet, episode seven. Yeah. Two Corona. 27. 27, 27. We've not even spoke about what we've been drinking. Corona. We've had a light Corona. Um, With a little bit of lemon. A little bit of lemon. Keeping it light for the World Cup. Yeah, man. Viva la Mexico. They won today. Arriba. Um, Yeah, man. Episode 27. Hopefully you listen to this and you've been listening to episode 26 and our interviews. uh, And you subscribe and you like and you share. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. It's been a lot of rap talk today, but we talk about everything. Anyway, Mm. at Ings LT, E-N-G... SLT at Beer Rap Bants yeah. on Insta, on the f- Twitter. Know it. I know you're on the Facebook. Yeah, man. And at Cal Serious. Mm-hmm. And yeah. We out. SoundCloud. Peace. <laughs>